My name is Chloe Friedman, and I'm a public relations and communications professional. I may not have all the answers, but I'm willing to find them out with you. I'll help you communicate with yourself and others to find your goals and reach your dreams. I'm an expert in organization and prioritization. Visit winggirlpr.com for more information and follow me on Instagram at winggirlpr. Now, take the journey and find your wings. Good morning. It is early morning. I wanted to get this recorded before I had to start working today. I'm trying to balance a lot right now. It's my last week ever of, well, shouldn't say ever, (laughs) Uh, but it's my last week of grad school, working full-time from home still, and uh, recording these episodes. But This is one I am super passionate about, so I'm really excited to talk about it and share it with you. Public relations is something that I don't think I ever questioned I wanted to do as my career. Uh, Even back when in high school, when, you know, we decided what our major would be in college I never second-guessed that I would do communications, uh, and I've now worked in it um, ever since uh, 2012. So the topic I want to share with you today, and hopefully I can help someone who's listening, their small business or someone who's having a local community event, especially right now during this pandemic, Uh, But discuss PR tips for your small business or your local event or initiative and how to leverage that scary M word, the media, (laughs) and how to use it to your advantage and uh, gain some positive publicity and some uh, brand recognition. So first things first, you want to, I'm going to get right into it here and, and I'm super excited. So uh, first things first, you want to start with your why. Now, I think when a lot of companies start or especially events that might be a nonprofit event or a philanthropic event, uh, you're very close to the root of the why. But as we get going into our businesses and years go by, we might forget the original reason of why we started. So before you do anything, develop your why and write out your story. Once you begin to develop this, everything is going to fall into place and then you can just build on that. So this gives you a foundation to build on based on this story, your story, and it's a point of view to build on as well. So once you have that foundation set, the content, it's going to fall into place. So in developing your story, this is your time to kind of get out of the day-to-day business realm and get personal. Tell what made you or your founder decide to start the company, decide to start that initiative, why you're doing that event, and write it down. So don't think too much about it. Don't try to be proper in your grammar or make complete thoughts. Just put pen to paper, write down all your thoughts. 
of why you started, certain stories or things that maybe remind you of why you love doing what you do, um, how you've helped others, and then go through what you've written down and pull out some of those key words that you just naturally wrote down that came to mind. These words are going to help you and guide you in all that you do from this point forward. So now, once you've written out your story and you have a strong sense of your why, you're ready to begin getting your message out. Now when we get messages out, it is so important to be transparent and be consistent. In my marketing and communications career, I think consistency is a word I have used so often. Uh, It's consistency in the words you use and the messages that you're putting out, consistency in your story, consistency amongst person to person in that company, but that consistency ultimately leads to a strong brand identity and it creates trust in the eyes of the public. When the public is hearing the same thing repeatedly and even from multiple people, they hear very similar messaging, it's going to build that trust and gain their uh, respect. So the next step is selecting someone to be your key point of contact for connecting with the public. You want this person to have knowledge of company history, knowledge of initiatives, or knowledge of the event you're doing, and also someone who speaks well and communicates thoughts clearly. Then you want to think, who is your audience? And when I say audience, I mean who's your customers? Who's coming to your event? Who is a prospective customer? Who is a prospective user of your services? Who do you want to hear your message and why? And what's the best way to reach them? So we definitely live in the era of social media and social media sharing. And my personal favorite uh, to work with is uh, traditional media being television, newspapers, um, local magazines, writing articles, things like that. Um, But the gift of social media is that if we do get these traditional media outlets to work with us and share our content and our message, we can then go to social media and share it on there as well. So we're able to hit both the tactical, physical things like newspapers, magazines, which many are also online digital publications now. So we're hitting actually in three places. We're hitting that physical, tangible things you can pick up and see like the TV or the radio or the newspaper or local uh, weekly magazine. We're able to have the digital content online and then also share it on various social media outlets. So once you've put your story into place, you've determined your spokesperson, you get everybody on the same page, you figure out, you know, what are some of my key points and messages here and determine your audience and the best way to reach them. The first thing you want to do is build your media list. 
So I'm really specifically going to narrow this podcast down and uh, create it into a niche talking just about public relations and uh, most heavily a focus on traditional media because that is what I do best. That is my expertise and where I've had a lot of success in my personal life with music and in my career with the companies I have worked for. So I tell people at work all the time, reporters are our friends, not foes. I think a lot of people, especially right now, have this negative view of the media. And reporters, you have to remember, they... They're people too, they're doing their job, and they got got into their job because they're storytellers, and they want to help others tell their story. So use them to your advantage, and don't fear them. You might have to start from the ground up here. So you... If you're a new company or even if you have never had a marketer or communications or PR person on your staff or a third-party agency that you've hired to do this work for you, uh, it is um, obtainable and I'm happy to always help. You can DM me and we can work together. I can share some tips so you can kind of DIY it with the media. But I'm literally going to lay out all the steps. So if you listen to this podcast and you follow these steps exactly, I promise that you will get picked up. You will get your message out there. So number one, sit down and begin searching on the internet all of the local outlets. You, so start with written outlets like magazines, local weekly publications, digital publications, local newspapers, and then move to TV channels and move to radio. So you can, a lot of times on local um, chamber websites or city websites, they'll list uh, local businesses by category. And that's a great way to find a simple list of media right then and there. If you know of you might already be a reader of some, so that, there you go. And then just simply Googling, you know, local newspapers in your area or surrounding areas and just start building your list that way. So now that you're starting, open an Excel spreadsheet or a Word document. I prefer Excel because it's easier to organize my list. And go to that first publication on your list write it down in Excel. Now go to their website and you're going to want to navigate to their staff section or the contact section. A lot of times there's a general news email listed and that's where they'll take news bits. Uh, But now you want to navigate to their staff list on the website. This is where you can generally find a list of the reporters by title. They also list their emails and oftentimes their Twitter accounts. So once you're in that staff section of the first media outlet on your list, um, look for 
the reporter whose title is relevant to you, to your event, to your business, to the message you want to get out, whether that be sports, music, local events, healthcare, etc. So on your spreadsheet, write down that person's name who you found relevant, their title, their email, their phone number, their Twitter account if you're big on Twitter and you want to send tidbits that way. And now continue to go down your list and do this for every single outlet. And now when you're done, you don't just start emailing them your news. (laughs) I think this is where a lot of people go wrong. They're skipping the most important steps here. And that is building a relationship. Everything in life, even business, it all comes down to building relationships. Being so tempting to just say, hey, here's this news or here's this event coming up. But this is why you want to start early. Uh, Give yourself plenty of time ahead of the message you want to get out. And give yourself time to let these relationships grow and foster these relationships. So the way I've always started is by emailing them. And be completely honest. Don't try to be too fluffy. Don't try to say... Uh, make yourself sound more important than you are. Just be honest. So I'm telling you that reporters are looking for stories and they're looking for relationships with local businesses. They're looking for ties to local events because it helps them get content and it helps them do their job better. So in the email that you write, this first person, don't Also do a mass email, individualize this to every person because every relationship is different and you want to treat them all individually and special. So write them the email, introduce yourself, just say, hey, you know, I either just started with this company or we're uh, beginning to build our press list. This is what we do. I've lived in this town for X amount of years. Uh, I've heard great things about your publication. I've been a reader for many years. Uh, or maybe you have a friend who knows a friend. You can talk about that if you have you know, a, a connection to them in some way. And just say, hey, I'd love to swing by your office, bring you coffee, we can chat, Uh, meet each other in person or would you like to meet me for coffee or lunch sometime soon and who doesn't love coffee (laughs) first of all if someone's saying let me bring coffee to your office and I don't have to go anywhere and I can meet someone who's technically gonna give me content to write to do my job better 100% I'm gonna say yes it literally causes the reporter no harm at this point to say yes So when you do set up that meeting, uh, talk family, talk about the town you live in, talk when you move there, discuss your previous jobs, just gain some common ground and get to know them on that personal level. Uh, Then follow up with them. So remember a key point. Once in a while, just check in on them, check in on their family. Uh, a coworker, actually, we were talking about reporter relationship building the other day, uh, and she gave a good analogy. She said, when you're making a personal friend, you don't just go to drinks and then never talk to them again. 
You text or call them here or there. You say, hey, I liked hanging out with you. Let's do this again. Or, hey, how's your son doing in school? It's these little things in relationships that build such a strong foundation. So now that you've started some relationships and you have news you want to share. So what do you do? I have people ask all the time uh, at work, especially they, they come to me and they say, I want to be in the paper. How do I do it? <laughs> so first of all, you have to ask yourself these questions to determine if your news is in fact newsworthy. So one, if I were not connected personally to this, would I be interested in hearing about it? Three, what is the goal of this announcement? Four, what is the main point of the announcement? The most important time-pressing newsworthy piece. Remember, you have to have a reason to get your message out. And again, this ties back to the story and the mission and the why, which at this point, you've already put in the hard work there. So once you've determined if you do have something that is newsworthy and sometimes you just have to tweak the angle in which you're looking at it. So you you might, you know, not have news and saying, hey, we're doing this event, but you, your news is because, hey, we're doing this event that is locally tied to a local child. We're benefiting them. Uh, maybe they're in the hospital and you're raising money. Now there's a local factor. There's a philanthropic factor. It's not just the fact that, hey, you have an event. So just look at the angles because a lot of times when you think about it from different perspectives, the newsworthy angle is there. And a lot of times, I think some, not a lot of times, but quite often people, you know, hear that word spin in public relations. And I don't like that. Uh, that we're not spinning anything if you're being honest and you're being a good PR and communications person. You are literally taking the truth. You're taking your story. You're taking your why. You're looking at it from an angle and perspective of what do people want to know about this? What is the exciting? What is the important? What's the locals high? And that's your angle. It's not spinning it at all. So now it's time to send your message to reporters. Now, PR is never guaranteed placement, but it is free and it is powerful and it's trusted. That's why I love it. So think about if you're ever reading a magazine or a newspaper or online publication, when you see an ad pop up, you might look at it, but we all know somebody paid for that and they put it there and they can basically say whatever they want because they're paying for it. Now, the power of PR is it appears like an article, not an ad. So think of that believability that it has. Think of the trustworthy factor that it has and think of the power that those two things have when somebody reads them, trust and believability. So now I'm going to spell out exactly what you do to ensure your chances 
of getting picked up, which means your message printed, to ensure your chances are high. And this is the piece business owners, employees who are doing the messaging for your company, people who are hosting local events, this is the part where you want to get your notepads out, get your pen, write your notes. I'm going to go step by step. I've had people DM me on Facebook before and ask how I've gotten so much press uh, for my personal music career. Uh, And even in my companies, I've been so blessed to have so many positive press mentions. So I'm going to spell out exactly what you do to ensure your chances of getting picked up are high. So if also I, I do want to note that if you if you want help or need suggestions, content writing, you want to bounce ideas, you're unclear of certain steps here, uh, simply just need guidance, I'm happy to send you a written guide of these steps, how to do it. I'll spell it out for you so you can be successful. Uh, I can even email you a template I like to use uh, when I'm sending press to the media. There's also plenty online if you Google, but my uh, website is www.winggirlpr.com and my Instagram handle is at winggirlpr, so catch me on either of those platforms. I'm happy to give some guidance to your business as well. Now, first thing, catchy title at the top makes you want to read more. This right here, this is the juicy stuff. So think of your local tie. What's your most important point? Think of your story, your mission, your why. What's the juice? Put it at the top. Make it enticing. Is it something that if you saw it, you didn't know what it was yet, would make you want to learn more? Now, you want to start by stating the facts. And this is, I should say, this is all in a template, so a press release template, and this is what you're going to send to the media. So you're writing this all in a special template, and I can send you a template that I use, uh, or you can go online and find a template. So you're going to start with the facts of the message that you're trying to get out. You're going to state the date, the time the location, if you're talking about an event. In one sentence, you want to state the purpose of this, the purpose of why you're getting this message out and what's the biggest thing you're trying to announce. One one sentence. If you only had 10 seconds to sell someone here on your thought, make the statement that you best think will catch their attention and put it at the top. Reporters don't have a lot of time, so they're skimming. And if you don't sell them in the first couple sentences, one to two sentences, or sell them in your subject or headline, you're going to lose your opportunity. And not only do they not have a lot of time, but they're inundated oftentimes. So you're trying to stand out in a sea of messages and get picked up when maybe they only have one spot left in their magazine, their journal, or their newspaper. And that spot could be yours, but you have to tell them why. You have to entice them. Now, get into the what. 
So you've stated very clear your facts, your dates, your time, your why. Now, if this is an event, what is it for? What's the why? Who is your company? A bit of background on the person or the company and then talk specifically more in detail about the thing you're trying to announce. So this could be an event, a service, or a product. Talk about it from the perspective of what consumers or the public need to know. Don't use fluffy language. Don't be too personal or too emotional here. Seriously, just stick to the facts. Tell them this is what you got to know. This is the background. This is what's important. I'm going to tell you about this person. I'm going to tell you about this event. The time to get fluffy and emotional and personal comes in your personal quote, and that's next. So this is something I always include when I am working with the media. So this is your place to add your personal touch. It's also something I find ultra important because a lot of times when reporters grab your story, they'll also grab this quote and a lot of times on digital publications websites, you'll see that they blow up a quote from the story or even, you know, to the side of the printed article, they'll put a picture that you should be submitting as well. Always submit a picture with the quote. And so if you know, this is your chance to kind of get your mission and your values and your why and your story in there. And people, people eat this up. They, they love hearing, you know, the personal, uh, or behind the why. So if you have your CEO or your spokesperson, someone who people want to hear from, make this quote from that person because they'll find it that much more interesting. They say, wow, if the CEO of this company is saying this, that's really cool. I want to read more. So then finally, you want to end with a call to action. Don't ever just tell them the facts and let them go. Tell them the facts and then tell them what they need to do. So do they need to now go buy a ticket to your event? How do they do that? Do they call a phone number? Do they go on a website? Is there a link you can provide? Is this a nonprofit where you're wanting to raise money? Uh, how do they help? You know, how do they help your cause? Is this a product? Where can you buy it? Is this a service? Where do you get it? End with your call to action, the contact information, direct them somewhere, tell the people where to go. Now, uh, don't forget to make sure your contact information is included at the top as well. Uh, the ultimate goal here is for someone to contact you for more information, even spur an interview. That is, That would be great. So now you're ready to send your release. And I can't say this enough, but proof, proof, proof. If someone is on deadline crunch or not with a lot of time, they may not have time to rewrite it. So when that reporter gets it in their inbox, if literally it's 11, they have one spot left, they're in crunch to get it to their editor by noon, they literally might take your release and your information and just submit it verbatim. So be ultra careful that every word is intentional Every sentence, every fact is intentional and proof, proof, proof because it's on you at the end of the day. Now, 
how do you send this once you have it ready? I like to send via email. And this is where that relationship comes back into play. If it's a personal contact, you now have the opportunity to cut through that sea of clutter, that sea of other messages in their inbox, shoot them a text, shoot them a DM on their social media, uh, even, you know, just an email saying, hey, can you look out for my news? Or, hey, I have this event coming up. I mean, I've done that with plenty of friends who I've developed Um, who are reporters who I've developed with relationships over the year, I just shoot them a message. I don't even say, hey, I have something, a press release I want to share. I'll just say, hey, I'm doing this event coming up. And they're like, oh, awesome. Send me the info and I'll make sure it gets published for you. So this is where if you've put in the work for that relationship, it's going to pay off right now. Now, you send your email and... Uh, if you again, if you want to DM me, there's a couple ways to make sure you're doing this correct. You attach your news, you paste your news into the body of the email. You want to just make it super easy for them to highlight, copy, paste, grab your content. You don't want to give people extra steps, so make sure you're giving it to them in your Word document that's attached, and also just plain text in the email, the body of the email, so that they can literally open it, read, copy, paste. Um, now that you've sent it and in your subject line of your email, you should have included your enticing headline. So when it pops into the inbox, you know, it entices that person to open it and read it. Now you wait. And ideally you, uh, the reporter will write back and want more information even to conduct an interview. And now we're talking. So once this is out or published, and uh, if you followed every single step of this, um, these steps that I've given you, your likelihood of getting published are pretty high. Um, you don't typically get the opportunity to review it before it's published. So there are many things that could go wrong that maybe you're not happy with. And so the follow-up comes here. If something is flat out incorrect and negatively impacting the message, maybe they misprinted the date of your event and that's so crucial. Uh, So you want to be honest with the reporter and they can oftentimes issue a reprint and usually they can immediately correct the issue or the misprint online on their digital version and the social media that they share it on. But overall, I want to remind you to take the good with the bad. If the message is positive and it's out there but there's a few words you preferred that didn't get in there or maybe they didn't get something exactly right, it's nothing to worry about. It's seriously more important that you got your word out there and that the majority is positive and the message is pretty clear. Maybe it's not exactly how you would have said it, but take it as a win, okay? Now, you're published. What you want to do is share, share, share. Share the article on all of your social media channels. Share it on your website. And this adds credibility. It makes it easy for others to share too. Just hit that 
share button from the Facebook page. Um, but the credibility that, hey, you have published content out there, you had news outlets sharing your news, that is fantastic and absolutely share worthy on your social media. So if this is an event that you're hosting, uh, a local event, uh, email that reporter and thank them for running the story and invite them to cover the event. So oftentimes they'll send a photographer or maybe they also are a photographer, so they'll bring their camera uh, and make sure if you're doing this and they do end up attending to prep all individuals from your company at the event and tell them media might be attending and here's what to do if you are questioned. Have a prepared statement. You can print out a few talking points for them, prep them, make sure they are um, dressing appropriately in case it's television and uh, everyone is representing your brand, your image in a positive light. Now, if the media do attend your event, my favorite thing to say is treat them like your favorite dinner guest. Have a little swag bag for them. Have company materials or information printed off for them. Greet them with a name badge. Have a clear check-in spot so they know where they're going. Make them feel special. Essentially, wine and dine them. <laughs> and after all, the public would not know about your message without them. So TV, it, it may be picked up uh, the news on TV from papers and newspapers and vice versa. So remember that there's always an opportunity for a bigger audience out there. I want to share a quick funny story with you. Uh, this was back in 2016 and in my personal life, not my work life, um, for a self-released EP. Uh, I was releasing songs uh, and I wanted to host a CD release party. So I, of course, turned to the media, the local media. Uh, I had a great angle. My my CD was uh, titled Homegrown. Uh, the title track on the CD was written about my hometown. So I had this really cool local angle. I, I told the reporters who, and a few of them I had relationships with already through work and we've, you know, done the relationship building, done the coffee. Uh, so I could just email them and say, Hey, I, you know, I have this, uh, personal event coming up. I'm so excited. My title track is about our town, how cool. And they definitely wanted to share it because that's a really neat local tie-in. So it got picked up in a couple of weekly papers. It got picked up in local magazines. Uh, the newspaper picked it up. And a couple television channels also picked up the news on the CD release party. Literally, I got printed on the cover of a weekly publication saying, the number one thing to do this weekend is Chloe's CD release party. <laughs> now, I'm on my lunch break from work, and I'm just sitting in my car, like, eating my sandwich, and uh, someone shares... <laughs> They're watching the news. Someone shares a clip and they're talking about my CD release party. Then I see another clip on another local news channel and literally the snowball effect here was insane. It was almost humorous. 
uh, at this point. It was just getting so much coverage because different outlets were picking it up from each other and they're saying, ooh, if this newspaper says it's the number one thing to do, you know, I have to cover it on my morning news, of course. So I'm sitting there eating my sandwich in my car, literally dying laughing, and I text the venue where I'm having the party and I just say, hey, (laughs) you know, I've been in like five newspapers now, three news channels, (laughs) probably heard it on the radio too, uh, can we get some extra parking? (laughs) And that was just such a funny story, but, um, it was truly the power of public relations, the power of media and what they can do for you, the power of relationship building and, I did have a successful event and a lot of people showed up because they'd read about it in the paper and they'd never heard of me before. So that was really, really cool and a great way to get the word out and meet new people through the power of the media. So if you've built a relationship with radio uh, or you're partner with someone who has, so maybe they're a company who does events often, so they frequently once a quarter or every other month go on a certain radio show they can have you on as a guest there's lots of ways to get on through strategic partnerships so I just want you to also in addition to the other information keep that in mind and now the most important thing is use the momentum you've built here to launch something new new product new service talk about your plans for next time use the platforms to your advantage Follow up, keep your message consistent, and keep your why in mind, and speak from an honest place. Now get out there and get the message out, guys.